Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. I'm a holler. I'm a holler. Nicole said I'm hollering. So I, I got to back up. Got to back it up. Cut me down just a little bit. Cut me down just a little bit. All right, we've been talking about back to the future. Because we got to get away from the past. Because the past is not good for us. It's not good for us. If it brings hurt, brings destruction, we need to move forward. We need to go forward and not backwards. And we just thank you in advance for it. So let's see what I got for you today. So I'm teaching about hitting the reset button. So we talked about there's four steps to hitting the reset button. Number one, we already covered that, accepting the past as a done deal, meaning that it's finished, it's over with. We don't have to keep grabbing for what's not there anymore. And you guys let me know. Number two, choosing life. Remember God's words say, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, choose life. So that's our choice. That's what we decide. So what's life for you? Is life destruction or is life healing? Is, is life rest? Is life abundance? And then we have three, which is renewing our minds. And that's what I'm talking about today. Renewing our minds. How many need to have your mind renewed? How many been thinking the same way for a long time? I'm 62 years old, so I've been thinking that way for 62 years. And if it don't manifest in 62 years, is it time to change? Thank God for Jesus. And number four is using our faith. So we started out uh, as I was teaching on James chapter 4, verse 7. And it says in the Amplified Bible, it says, So submit to God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him. And he will flee from you. Have you ever thought about the devil running from you? Most people try to give the devil more credit than God. So if the devil come after you, surely you can't stop that from happening. Because God made everything. And then we decided how we were going to use what was made. We can be peaceful people or we can be special. Y'all know what special is? That's my way of processing information. <laughs> so it says submit to God. So that's the first step. So we got to find out what God's word says. We got to find out what his word says about certain situations. So if someone mistreats you, you got to find out what God's word says, so that you will know what to do and how to do it. Okay. Now you got to remember, because a lot of people forget the other part. The other part is we are the temple of God. So if you guys don't allow someone to come into the church and beat it up and throw things around and you'll grab the person, take them out, have them arrested, then no one should treat you that way. So some Christians believe that they're supposed to get beat up on. Not me. Oh, not it. <laughs> so if you are the temple, not only do we not allow others to beat us up, we're not, allowed, we're not supposed to let ourselves beat our, us up. You understand what I'm saying? What are, we, are we taking care of what we're eating? How we're resting? How we're exercising? Who we're dating? Who we're marrying? <laughs> I'm just talking, but I'm not hearing anything. Okay? What are you doing to yourself? Turn to your neighbor. What, what, what are you doing to yourself? 
<laughs> what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> Put it in the comment section. Are you in agreement with God about what you're doing with yourself? Amen? So six steps to renewing our minds. All right, I got a, a thing for you right here. Write this down. Our lives are always moving towards what we believe. Our lives are always, there's no pause in that, always means forever, moving towards what we believe. That's why I'm asking people as I counsel, what do you want? Because people will tell you what they don't want, but when I ask a person, what do you want? It's a challenge because they never thought about that. They always thought about what's going to go wrong. So they spend their time planning for that instead of planning for success. But your life, remember, will always move towards what you believe. So what are you believing for? What are you believing for? That's a real question. <laughs> what are you believing for? Are you believing for life? Are you believing for victory? Are you believing for abundance? Are you believing for lack? Are you believing for trouble? Uh-oh, shouldn't have to ask that. I got a hand over here. I'm good to go. What are you believing for? I got a hand over here, somebody, with a mic. Oh, I touched it, sorry. Um, we believe you won't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, sorry. But um, I'm believing for, I want a bigger house, so I've been very okay. specific. I okay. say I want three bedrooms, three bathrooms, a big yard, a front yard, backyard, play area for training. So I'm trying to be very specific okay. when I say Okay, very good. So now if they show you. Three, three bedrooms, but a small backyard. Is that what you believe for? No. Well, I just got to accept it because I might not get, uh-oh. What'd you ask for? Why are you even looking at what you said you don't want? So why are we looking for what we said we didn't want? We said what we wanted. God's standing in agreement. More than likely, you told somebody else, they stand in agreement. Hopefully, if they're not jealous of you now, they're jealous of you. <laughs> they, 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 they told you they were going to do that. But let me move on. So don't look at what you don't want. Um, when my wife and I were getting our first home, um, we, we told them what we wanted. We wanted gas, heat. We wanted this. We wanted that. And so, you know, they, they'll ride you up to the, to the house. And then um, they'll tell you what it doesn't have. But look at how beautiful it is. And so... Curly looked at me and I looked at her and she got out of the car with the guy. She looked back. Where was I? In the, In the car. This was a short house tour for Curly. Because <laughs> that's not what I want. Stop accepting what you don't want, guys. That's a word for the day. Stop accepting what you don't want. Because when you settle, you miss the best. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They, they told me they want me to keep going. All right, so six steps to renewing a mind. I, and I told you, write this down. Our lives are always moving towards what we believe. And, and, and I want to just send a caution note out here for this. It starts out conscious, and then it goes unconscious. So you have started consciously to go for what you believe, and then what happens is when it gets too close to coming to pass, then we throw something in there. We throw a little monkey wrench in there. You know, you either, uh, what, what are some excuses we come up with subconsciously for why we don't get what we believe. First of all, we blame God. You know, what, what, what's with him? I prayed, I believed, I prayed in the name of Jesus to the Father in Jesus' name, and it hadn't come to pass yet. 
I've been waiting for 24 hours. <laughs> what, else, what else do we blame? It's, it's subconscious. You st you're starting to get promoted in what we do. We find a way to mess it up. How we mess it up? We're talking about our thought life. Mm. I think this is the best I can get. Okay, I think it's the best I can get. I better grab it. It's the best I can get. What else? You just mentioned a promotion and why we might sabotage it. Okay. What happened to the person before us? Why they ooh, quit? Ooh, okay, okay. What's wrong with this position? Okay. <laughs> why they just giving it to anybody? Okay, you okay. Know? All right, real, real stop. She sounds like she experienced that thing too. Anybody else? It's not only just four things. What else? Anybody else? You all right. You just gonna mess this up? You just gonna mess it up? How would you mess it up? How could you mess it up? You're not good enough. You're not good you enough. Don't have enough education. Don't have enough old. education. Okay. Too old. Yeah. All right. This this. this so number one, we're talking about renewing your mind. Ooh ooh ooh. I'm, I'm in my element right here, buddy. Number one, thoughts always come from both inside and outside. Thoughts always come. See see the word always. That means it's forever happening. Thoughts are gonna come from both the inside and the outside. And they come to hurt or to help. They come to hurt or to help. Now, if you're having a challenging day and a thought comes to you, you're not good enough. You know, everything you touch is messed up. How did that thought come? Did it come to hurt or to help? And then if we embrace it, then it can work with us. So we don't have to receive it, though. We can replace the thought. You have to replace anything that you are not pleased with. Replace it. Okay, so you got a brand new living room set. It, it, no, let, let, let's go kitchen because like, people like to eat in the kitchen. They, they like to go to the kitchen. They deliver the, bed, they deliver the kitchen set. And, and you know, they, they call themselves putting it together and then they leave. But one leg is broke. Now, do you accept that? How many times have some of y'all sent stuff back? Okay, all right, all right. Put in the chat section, what, what, what's the most? We want to see who did it the most. Have you, who, who sent something back three times? A hundred times. All right. I know who that is. I only have to check. I only have to check. She belonged to. Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. But it's the same thing with thoughts. When they come and you don't like them, release them. Send them back. But you got to be aware that thoughts are here to either help or hurt. And you determine what they are. If I'm not, if I'm not going towards the goal, if my thoughts don't go towards what I'm believing for, then I need to send them back. Don't keep them and play around with them. Let here, here, I tell you what, you can have a seat right here. You can move it and want a drink, here's a drink. Have a plate for them and start feeding them and everything. Come on. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says, For as he thanketh in his heart. Now remember, you know where your heart is, right? But we're talking about a spiritual heart. So that means for it to be in your heart, it had to start in your head. So it went from your head to your heart. Where do you love people? You love them from your heart. The ones that you choose to love. <laughs> the other ones you keep in your head. You only think about when you have to, when you deal with them and so forth. But the ones you love, you wake up thinking about them. Yeah, I wonder what such and such is doing today. So God ought to be as he thinketh in his heart. So where is God in your heart? Is he in there or you got him on the head? So on Sunday you think about him because you're on your way to church. If you don't serve, do you, don't, do you not come? So, because there's a man thinking in his heart, so is he. 
I don't need to come today. I'm not serving. Pastor is not preaching. That's why I found out early on. Court, thanks for bringing that up. Found out early on. I used to tell people, t- tell the church, church just want to let you know, going on vacation. Pastor need a rest. Wife need a rest. We need a rest. And then I found out, you know, I'm looking. People don't come. People don't come. Now, is the same God and pastor in you? Okay. All right. So I decided, Curly and I was like, uh, we'll get in contact with somebody that's going to speak for us. And then we just sneak on all the tech. So by the time you get here, it's too late. Okay? We got security. They won't let you out. But as you're thinking, y'all, what are you thinking when the pastor is the only one that can bring forth the word? What are you thinking? No, this is real. This is a real question. Because I'm going to get in your head today because I'm in my element in the mind. What, what are you thinking? I got a message over a person over here. What are you thinking? It's like going to Chick-fil-A and they give you a fish sandwich. A fish sandwich. And there's nothing wrong with a fish sandwich, but you came expecting chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, okay. I'm the chicken nugget. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Appreciate that. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) From a sandwich to a nugget. I got you. I got you. Security. All right. Yes, I would think I would get tongue-tied. I know what I want to say, but uh-huh. when I get in front of people and I see everybody looking at me, I come okay. like a deer with the headlights. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. all right. Anybody else? Yes, sir, Mike coming your way. Yes, sir. I just want to get in your head tonight. Today. You said to bring the word forth, right? Uh-huh. I've never seen any pastor do it exactly how you do it. Okay. So okay. that's that's hard to match. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. But you can only be the best you who's ever standing up and doing is. it. Right so. there. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'd be like, I don't want to hear them. I don't even know what they got to talk about. Okay. I just be like, I don't <laughs> See, in case you didn't know, this is a conversational church. We like to conversate. We like to tell how it really is. Amen? All right. Number two. Uh-oh, y- y- y'all going to get mad at me about this one. We have total control over our thoughts. Did I say partly control? Part control? We have total control over our thoughts. But I want you to get this, meaning no one else does. Meaning no one else has control over our thoughts like we do. We, we, we can't blame somebody else for how we're thinking. Uh-oh. We can try, but it's not going to replace the thought. We have total control. You don't even have to pray about your thoughts because God already told us what to do. Think on these things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, a good report, virtuous, and deserving of praise. That, that's not something we got to pray about. That's something we take control over. What are you thinking? In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, But God has not given us the spirit of fear. Some thoughts that come to us, we can be afraid of. We, we don't see it yet, but the thought comes, and then we play that thought until it manifests. Anybody ever did that? Everybody in here ought to raise your hand. That's what I'm thinking. Everybody in here ought to raise your hand. But what they saying, no, okay. No, no, uh-uh. I'm going to let those people raise their hand because it'll show that they got issues. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. That's what my thoughts saying. But God has not given us the spirit of fear, 
but a power of love and a sound mind. Does a sound mind think those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report? So he's given us a sound mind. So that means in order not to have it, we got to mess it up. We got to choose to think on somebody made you mad this morning. Anybody make you mad this morning? Raise your hand if somebody made you mad. All right, we got two. Appreciate your honesty. We got three? We got three. Now, they have a choice. Because remember, those three that raised their hand, they are in total control over their thoughts. So they can choose to think about the person that made them mad, what they said. Y'all ever replayed what somebody said? Made you mad? And, and see, this is how it works. I'm just talking about your mind. This is how it works. So you replay the thought that somebody said to you, and the first few times you just play it with them by themselves. And then you get in it. Y'all ever notice that? Am I lying on anybody? Then you get in it. Because now by this time, it's playing. So it says that, wait a minute, it's missing somebody. Then you got to get in. And then y'all start just getting in it together. Then you saying, if I ever see him again, what am I going to say? Y'all ever did that? Yeah. I know I have. Yeah. And, and, and so then, <laughs> then, <laughs> y'all ready for this? Then you tell somebody else, uh-oh, now there's three people in the store that only involve you. And then you, you tell them. And then what happens is, wait, wait a minute, that's not big enough. Then you add somebody else. So then by the end of the day, you just spend all your time thinking about them, talking about them, and where's peace in that? Where's rest in that? What, what, what about your job you had to do? Can, can you do that while you? Where's your life? Your life is in your head, guys. Your life is in your head. Your life is in your head. You can have situations that go on and don't nobody know about. Now, I'm not talking about hiding stuff. I'm talking about processing stuff where you and that thought got it going on. Because, no, you don't have a right to stay here. You, you don't have a right. And so I'm going to tell you where you're going to go. Because God gave me. He didn't give me fear. So what am I afraid of if he didn't give me fear? If he didn't give me fear and I'm focusing on fear, then who is going to grow? So the sad part is a lot of times we wait days before we resist a thought. So how long has that thought been there? For days. You go to bed with them, wake up with them, eat with them, sleep with them. What else we do with them? <laughs> Shower with them. Go shopping with them. Complain with them. Talk to them. But who's in, in total control over our thoughts? God is not moving our thoughts. He gave us that ability. He gave us that authority. That's why he gave. He made sure we knew that the fear was not what he gave us. Power. Power to do what? Whatever we need to do. Love would, would allow power to be equalized. Y'all know what I'm saying? Because if we have power without love, we're dangerous. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> you see somebody who's supervised. You ever had a, a, a special supervisor? Where they used power, but they didn't have love. They didn't have empathy. They just went there with you. They didn't care who was around. Megan, you do good. You okay. My CEO is right here. So I ain't talking about her. She does good. She got love in there. She got love with the power. <laughs> but guys, let's stop looking for somebody else to help us in our mindset. 
Let us take authority over that because that's who has it. Now, you can see me as a counselor. You can see me as a pastor. But I can give you the information. But if you decide not to use it, that was a waste of time. And, and for those special people, y'all, y'all know special people. Those special people, what they're thinking right now is, Pastor, I'm start, tired of hearing about the, the renewing of your mind. But let me share something with you. You decide how you want to write this down. The thing that you choose not to hear is the very thing you need to hear. The very thing that you choose not to hear is the very thing you need to hear. Because, see, I don't come up with these messages. God does. I stay until God says you can move on to something else. Because, see, I got to please him. I don't have to please y'all. Because when I stand before him, I got to an answer. And I, I believe, and I'm living my life in such a way, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. They were, you were faithful over little things, and now I'm going to give you much. That, that's my belief. See, I gravitate towards what I believe. So when the thought comes, do I have to please you or please God? First thing is him. Y'all, y'all got number two? Y'all ready? Can you do it? All right, okay. Number three. Uh-oh, here it comes. Number three. I'm talking about renewing your mind. We feed, we feed our minds to a mindset slash then a stronghold. See, a mindset comes first and then a stronghold. Okay? All right? So let me tell you a little bit about these guys. A mindset is an established set of beliefs. A mindset is an established set of beliefs. So that means that's the birthing of how we think. Our mindset is like it's beliefs. So beliefs, you can believe them or not. Okay? So it starts with, you know, when a person has a mindset, it starts there. But see, when it gets to the stronghold, it has bypassed your beliefs and it's gone. It had turned itself over to a spirit. So if you're dealing with a spirit, how do you get rid of a spirit in the name of Jesus? So in a mindset, you can change. But a stronghold is a spirit. Now, this is what's different about a stronghold. Hear this. It's a place of security and survival. So see. We decided on how long we were going to think about that mindset, and we turned it into a stronghold. We call ourselves, this is a place of survival, and this is a place of safety. So a person who has a stronghold of poverty, in order to get that spirit, what did they have to tell themselves? It's a real question. It's a real question because it started out as a mindset and now it's a stronghold. I got a person over here. If a person believes that I'm not good enough, go ahead. I think the person that's struggling with poverty often thinks that everything has to be hard. Okay. Okay. Everything I get, it it takes extra work and I'm not going to get for so far because I can't work for so much. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So what does a person... How does a person respond who believes I'm not good enough? What do they tell themselves? Because good comes to them until the stronghold comes in. Because, see, they were thinking this as a mindset. Now it's become a stronghold. So when good comes to them, they refuse it because now they don't even have to answer for themselves because the spirit does it for them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? 
Remember in Romans where it says the thing that I would not do that I do. And who can deliver me? Only Jesus Christ. That's not a thought. That's a stronghold. And see, I got a person in the back. Yeah, so a stronghold, it becomes like unconscious. You don't even know that you don't you're even, doing it. You don't even know you're doing it. Okay. You don't even know you're doing it. Okay. It, it runs by itself. But see, it took a while to get there because you had to go through a mindset. You had to go through a mindset. And the mindset says, okay, well, let me add something. See, if, if you understand the way the spirit realm works, everything grows. Nothing stays the same. Everything grows. If you believe in God to grow, you have to continue to believe. Spend more time. You spend more time with who and what you love. Got a question? That's, that's like the only example I can think of is like like for your car, for example. Okay. If you hear your car making a little noise for the past six months, uh -oh. and then when that seventh or eighth month comes, then it finally breaks down, then you're like, well, what am I going to do now? Uh -huh. Now you're back at square one trying to find another car there and all this type of mm -hmm. other thing versus mm -hmm. just getting that thing fixed. There you go. Yeah. And, and then, but who you blame? The car. The car. <laughs> the car. Who, who, or the brand of the car, Sean. The, the, or the brand of the car. <laughs> that was a thought. <laughs> so, can other people put strongholds on you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, Your I family? have an example I wanted to ask you about. Okay, all right. So... I don't want to offend anybody in okay. here. Okay. Anybody. Okay. But um, so when people say, so this has been said to me before. Okay. All right. That all the women in the family have experimented with other women. Gotcha. Okay. That was not my story. Mm -hmm. But when it was said, mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I had to think about it. Right. Okay. So, and that's why I'm asking you about the mindset. Yeah. So they have a mindset. Mm -hmm. That they've put on me, and now I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. like, so, so you have to replace the thought, otherwise you will become and begin to add thoughts to it. Then thoughts will produce actions or behavior, and behaviors will continue to increase themselves. So if I interrupt the thought by replacing it with truth, then what happens is I've interrupted the thought, or for lack of a better word, a generational curse. Generational curse... Someone in the family said something and everybody else agreed with it over time. You follow me? You follow what I'm saying? So now I will subconsciously think the thought, but the more time I give to it, now I'm consciously thinking the thought because it's adding to itself. So no thought that you think is ever by itself. It's looking for more data to increase itself. You, you follow me? Yeah. You follow me? Okay. I, I, I don't mean, I, I see one person. I, I don't mean this to be disrespectful or sexist. But I have. That's just me. I'm just talking about my wife. Can I talk about my wife for a second? Okay. If we're going somewhere, she just don't go get a pair of slacks. She's going to add to it. <laughs> am I lying on women or is this just me? Okay. Jazz, am I lying on you? Madeline? Megan? So she's going to get a blouse, okay, all right, and some shoes and a purse. Now, don't forget now, you got to get the accessories, the earrings. You follow me? Everybody with me? So that's how thoughts work. <laughs> they add to themselves. 
Man going to get slacks, he's just going to go get the slacks. He, he said slacks in the t-shirt. Okay, all right? There, there's chaos going on for a second. But, but that's how thoughts work. You, you, get the, you get the first one, so, you know, uh, they laying people off. Well, okay, so what's the thought that come along with that? You, you see people laying, getting laid off at your job. What's your thought that goes with that? You're, you're next. Wonder when it's my turn. Lord, what I'm going to do. Last one high, first fire. How much is unemployment plan paying? Let me do the application there. <laughs> and then got called in the office, yeah? What else? Huh? Update the resume. So when they call you in the office, you're expecting to be let go. Then when you're told, because we have to let other people go, we need to promote you. Now, you don't respond right then, because what did you plan? To leave. Then you're hoping that that resume don't go online. <laughs> I got a question over here. Did I answer your question? No, yes, ma'am. Okay, so what about if you've been living in a stronghold 30-some years? Uh -huh. How do you try, how do you get out of that stronghold? Okay. Because you realize certain things, like you said, the thoughts are on automatic drive. Mm -hmm. So the actions are already on automatic drive. Okay. So how do you, if after some odd years, 30 some odd years, how do you reverse that? Okay, good question. So Jesus' name, the name of Jesus is above every name. So the name of Jesus is above that stronghold. You would come in, you would get counseling. Okay, that, that's just my solution to it. You would get counseling or you could go to your pastor. But what happens is when you go, a plan is created for you to walk in that freedom. Now, one thing I don't do is I don't ask you to keep up with how long you've been free. Because if you're keeping up with how long you've been free, let's say you get delivered and then you keep up with how long you've been free, then somewhere in there you're planning to fail. Because when I got free of something and you got free of something, did you keep track of how long you were free? Or you just continue to walk in your freedom? So it's a spiritual thing, meaning that we have to break down the standards that have been created that would allow that stronghold to operate. And because it's a spiritual thing, it can be instantaneous. But because of the, how long something has gone on, there's things that come around to try to remind you of what you used to do. And that's where you have to make sure that a plan has been created. So what I do is I go, I bypass your intellect because you've been thinking for freedom for a long time about getting free and you have tried it. And I'm not just saying you as a person, I'm just saying the, the, the people in general. And so over time, when we go to the point of inception to find out where it started, then you're grown up from, let's say it started when you were six. In the spirit realm, I grow you up to the point of where you are now. So you bypass all of that stuff so that you can walk in freedom. Because there's always something. Okay, let, let me put it like this. Wherever addictions are, that's our way of dealing with pain. So if we overeat, it's our way of dealing with pain. If we masturbate, that's our way of dealing with pain. If we do this or that, it's our way of dealing with pain. And so we want to go to the place where that pain was and bring healing to that. So God is the first person you look at instead of that area. So it's, 
it happens so gradual in the healing that you don't know you're free until you try to reach for what you're free from. So you don't go home quoting scriptures. You, I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's, it's a difference because if the spirit of you is free, then that's what you walk in. Amen. So it's a time process. Okay. But what the mind tries to tell you, you tried this several times and it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? You tried this several times. But what about this time? Have you grown any? <laughs> Let's deal with that growth. Amen? So mine was about the job thing you just said. Okay. Right? So right. that, I actually did that last week. Okay, what happened? My um, boss, who's the owner of the company for my part-time job, he just texted and said, hey, can you meet with me one day this week? Okay, so what's your day? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, yeah, let's do Friday. He's like, okay. So I'm like, the whole week, I'm like, uh-oh, what'd I do? What, did I say something? Because uh-huh. I just say anything. So, I see. Um, so then I went in Friday, and he was like, he told me how valuable I was to the company. Okay. And then he had created a new position for me where I don't have to do like late night curfew anymore. I'm just doing fun stuff with kids who need okay. support. And I was like, oh, I was shocked because I was already expecting something bad. It's, it's real. It's real. And then you have to make the adjustment. But this is what I learned from Curly, Curly Morgan. This is, her, this is her stronghold. And it's a good one. Whatever hurts the most, she wants to do first. I say, what? Can, can you reverse it or do it different? Can I put that as uh, number five? She said, no. The thing that brings the most pain, get it all the way. So that way you got to think about it. So we're in class together. We were taking Dave Ramsey class. And, and uh, the teacher would ask a question. Who do you think raised the hand first? Curly. <laughs> so I tried to move away from Curly because Curly getting too much attention. Because if he called on Curly, he know we married. He's going to call on me next. So just do what's, what's painful first. I mean, it, it helps because, you know, we're in class, and we know we didn't do our homework, and the teacher looks at you because, you know, you're doing like this. But if you do your homework, just call. I, I, I know the answer. Just raise your hand first. Get it out of the way. That, that's for somebody. Get it out of the way. Yes, yes ma'am. And, and then I have somebody in the back. So... Um I have this issue with my dad where he always likes to say that we are just alike. And Ooh, because okay. I know things that he deal with, I don't feel like I'm just alike. Okay. All right. So what, <laughs> what I started saying was there are things that you like that I like that are similar. Okay. But that doesn't mean that we are just alike. Okay. So that's what I had to start telling okay. him when he would say certain things, okay. you know, to reference that. So that way I wouldn't be, I don't like to be under that title gotcha. of feeling okay. that I'm just like him. Gotcha. And then okay. all his negative, you okay. know, all that okay. bad stuff okay. then starts coming over, you know, okay. on me. Okay. Gotcha. And so I start anything that he says when he tries to put it like that, okay. I'll rephrase what he says to okay. eliminate Okay. what, what I feel that he's calling up on me. Okay. So is that? Yeah. So when you, when you say that, he doesn't say anything back? Uh, well, you know, we go through our little okay. Tits for tack. back okay. and okay. forth. Okay. And then eventually, praise God, I, I end up coming on top because he'll, okay. I'll get to a word <laughs> and he'll say, okay, I can, I can, I can go with that. Yeah. And so I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, so the only adjustment I would make, that's why I asked you what his normal response is. Yeah, you're just like me. Thank God I'm just like Jesus. 
Or you can say, thank God, we just like Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that way, what, what, what are you going to do? He going to fight that? Right. Yeah. Thank God we just like Jesus. And he'll stop saying it because, okay, I'm going to move on. There you go. <laughs> Sir, someone online wants to know, are strongholds always bad? No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. Strongholds are good. When you have a stronghold, I have a spiritual stronghold about God's word. I, li I love spending time in God's word. You guys know, if you've been here long enough, I have a stronghold about defending my father. If, if someone, I'm talking about my spiritual father. When somebody say something special, y'all hear me say, oh, you're talking about my father. That's a stronghold. So, yeah, not all strongholds are negative. You can have a positive stronghold. Yeah. God operating in your life is a positive stronghold. You wanting to spend time with him. You wanting to worship him. You wanting to be, be a minister for him. And I'm not just talking about a pastor. I'm talking about anything that you do that brings life and attention to God. That's ministry. Amen. All right. So I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Man, thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Thank you that you are God and there is no equal. So, Father, I thank you in advance for as our minds are renewed. We know now based off teaching that we need a savior. We need a Lord. We need someone that can step into our lives and bring us to a place where we could not go by ourselves. But most of all, we need somebody, whether we have wealth, whether we have health, whether we have everything that we need, we need a Savior because no one has dealt with sin. And we got to have a Savior to counsel out sin in our lives. So if I'm talking to you today and you want to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, just repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Your word says in Acts 2.21, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus, I call on your name now. I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Therefore, according to your word, I am now saved. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just want to remind you, go to ChosenRVA.com and go to the new members section and you'll find information about being saved. And I just want to bring you up to date mentally about what you are thinking. Well, I just accepted Jesus. I got to stop doing everything I used to do. No, you just not saying you don't have to, but I'm saying get to know him first. Before you start saying what you're going to lose by knowing him, Study and find out what you gain by having him. It's a peaceful place. And yeah, before you say, I'm just talking about thoughts. We're still talking about thoughts. It was better before I got saved. No, you just going to hell and didn't know it. <laughs> now, understand what I'm saying? I mean, I, it was okay to be real with you. Your life was jacked up. You just didn't know it. Now that you see different, uh-oh, you can act different. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.